that's how you do a Russian bribe. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. It's lovely to have you back. What's that wagging finger for? No. No. <laughs> you know what you've done. Uh, I am Marcus, your lovely host, and James or Jim is to my left. Hello. Nearly opposite me is Pete. Can't you sound lovely? What are you like? <laughs> well, you know, it, uh, somebody will believe me. And uh, Luke is to my right. All right. Uh, how are you, chaps? Good. Not very good. well. Me and Luke are not very oh, yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I've remembered. I said good. good, but I meant ill. Five minutes in our company, Luke, and now you're wonderful and feeling yeah. good. Mm. We're I, risking our health being here. Yeah. For you <laughs> listeners, I said, and I. I said on the way here that... Um, uh, me and, I said to Marcus Pete and I are ill so um, you'll be ill tomorrow and he went well me and Jim are well so you might be well tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, t- I'll take thank that thank you very much yeah. better Happily. immune systems we will keep you post yeah. Ted on, on, um, on how ill we become in the we week we will steal your post throughout the week yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think they'll be okay for Christmas people so don't mm. worry about them there in a way I'm pleased that I'm ill now because it gets out of the way for Christmas mm. I said that last year and I was ill over Christmas as well it was yeah. exactly this time mm. I've got my flu jab on Monday that's annoying <laughs> as an asthmatic I get a freebie is right? Oh, blimey. I thought yeah. it was only over 60s had that. <laughs> it me and Henry Cooper. You and your, you <laughs> and and your methadone and your free flu jabs. <laughs> Sickly northerners. Eight. Shall yeah. I begin? Yes. yes. Um, uh, Sunderland have been going very well mm. in, the, in the Premier League this season, haven't they, Pete? And, um, <laughs> One of the games is the season on Sunday, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to ask you, the Ramble Force, who is your favourite Sunderland player ever? Outrageous. James or Jim? <laughs> what, what a question. <laughs> Especially um, in the current... Uh, is already ill? Yeah. You know what you've done? I'm, I'm, already, I'm already ill and depressed. Yeah. I'm bludgeoning him while he's down. <laughs> yeah. while he's uh, in bed. James. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, Kevin Phillips. Good one. Um, did he win the European Golden Boot? While yes, he did. He's, he's a great pundit as well. Hell of an achievement. He is a good pundit, actually. And he just and seems a, to keep going, doesn't he? And, of course, the European Golden Shoe is in the Hall of Fame. Yes, it, it is. is. Um, can I just say, I don't actually think he is a good pundit. I was joking but it's backfired because you actually think he is yeah he's alright <laughs> I just enough. think he was agreeing with you so he could finish the yeah, rest of his answer yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry about that that's basically a lot of what our contributions to you are <laughs> so, um, yes yes Luke <laughs> the Chinese are mysterious <laughs> on your right wing theories <laughs> You do have some really controversial views about Asian people, I must say. But, That's um, it now, oi. He doesn't. He's a fine citizen. He, he doesn't. Stop it. Oi, it's all right, I've got it. Stunned silence. I've got it, all right? <laughs> Stunned silence. Um, Kevin Phillips, K-Phil. Like, I think that's such a staggering achievement to, to sort of win that uh, while at Sunderland. And no disrespect to them, but obviously they, they weren't one of the top sides. Yeah. did really well there. Winning it anywhere, but especially yeah. not, one, uh, not a, one of the big clubs in the land. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's just, you, you wonder if he could have played more of a part for England at that time in his career when mm. he was on such good form indeed good start Pete well Mm -hmm. I presume you're not going to let me have Paul Bracewell Lee Clark or Robbie (laughs) Elliott (laughs) (laughs) so I'm going to go for Marco Gabbiadini scored goals pretty much wherever he went ended his career at Hartlepool Uh, oh oh yeah there's a link uh, (laughs) he scored most of his goals at Sutherland bit of a Derby County legend as well he scored every single goal Crystal Palace as well I think I'm I'm right in saying and I'm happy to be taken to task on this every single goal Marco Gabbiadini scored was a header from six yards out (laughs) 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 no he could could absolutely lamp them he was a strong, strong player. Quick as well when, when he was quite young. But uh, he now uh, he now runs a hotel in York, I believe. Oh, <laughs> he was a great player. Would it be fair to say he was a kind of a lower league journeyman, or is that harsh? He was, was, was top division. He was Derby County. He was Manchester well, City. Uh, true. Oh, yeah. Oh, was he, Man- he wasn't Manchester City. No, no. no. He, was, sorry, he was Derby County, Sunderland, and he, yeah, he ended. I think he went to Greece for a while. But oh, he, he did. Panionis, he played yeah, for. Yeah, oh. he did. Yeah. Well, so we can agree it was yeah. a bit harsh. 
Yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He yeah. retired at, at about 36, and he, he genuinely, he was one of those people who wanted to play until he was 40. And you saw him at Hartlepool's? Mm. I saw him at Hartlepool's, Hartlepool's <laughs> briefly when I came up for... Uh, he, he, was, uh, he nearly missed out on playing Sunderland in the FA Cup, I remember. Which is kind of sad, but uh, but he just still wanted to, go to get, keep on playing. But he, I think it was his knee. I think he had a knee problem. Oh. Good, oh, yes. excellent. Good uh, look, there's a link there because actually I remember just before the Premier League started, sort of ninety one ish. Oh, did you like pre football then? Yeah, ninety one ish. Doesn't he present the league show? Hey, hey, good. Not bad. Not bad. Um, but it was it was a game Man City Sunderland and three two was the score and Gabby Odini scored for Sunderland and one of the fellows that scored for Man City was Big Nile Quinn. No way. way. And he is my favourite Sunderland player. Towering. I've got lots towering. of reasons why, much better reasons <laughs> than you two. One being he's got an amazing song, which went into the top forty, Nile Quinn's disco pan. I'm listening. Yeah, to the tune of Here We Go. <laughs> top forty. Yeah, number one on the indie charts. <laughs> I mean, you could a, an episode of the Ramble could get a sort of top forty chart position now, but back then that meant something, didn't it? <laughs> Don't have a go at Quino. It was not. It was not. It's the opposite of what and we couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was ninety nine. It wasn't that long ago. Still, anyway, <laughs> and uh, and also, do you remember he had a t- the reason I like him? Obviously, he had a great partnership with Kevin Phillips, and, and everyone enjoyed watching that. But he had a testimonial at Sunderland, mm. and he gave um, all the money to charity, mm. a children's charity, and instead of paying. Uh, any of the players a fee to, for turning up mm. he gave them all a, a, a letter from a sick child mm. you're really so, after the point so this, isn't you? <laughs> so this is why you're playing today get, get your boots on and get out there right so that's mine Narquin and he is a good bloke Narquin do you remember yeah. when he, he paid for everyone's transport back to Sunderland and stuff and they got beaten the chairman, yeah. he? chairman he now, seems yeah. to be running them very well yeah. Yeah. come on you got to have Quinny he's a good lad isn't he Quinny? <laughs> I, I, to be, I tell you what I'll give you the points thanks Pete um, this is a coup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I was going to say, uh, Chrissy Waddle. Not really known as that. Not having that. Didn't spend his best years there, did he? Anyway. But he did spend some time there. Mm. So uh, I walked through it once. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll have Darren Bent then. And the Met Roll was Darren down. Bent? Yeah. Or Jan. I'll have Jan. That's Henderson, Jan. he's doing well. You, you've paid the penalty for anyone. Or as Jan's known on Sky Sports. Guian, Guian, I love Guian. I like Guian. That's butter, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Stop um, doing that. <laughs> do you know what Indian-related puns? Yeah. <laughs> when James thought, when James gave his answer, I thought he's getting the points. I mean, then Pete's his answer, I thought he's getting the points. But you, you, you've won, Luke. He's just you've got over. Yeah. Come on, I can't argue with that. Think with your head. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Think yeah. with your head. There you go, Luke Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Right, um, so that has cleared up the big question on everybody's lips. Uh, well, let's stay in the northeast of England, Pete. Um, we know you like that part of the world because Chris Hewton has been sacked by Newcastle. Mm. Um, a bold move by Mike <laughs> Ashley. Yeah, the <laughs> thing, perhaps the, not the best one. The thing with Mike Ashley is he's clearly a man who doesn't really care what anyone thinks. I mean, the way he conducts well, himself. Well, <laughs> when, he, when he conducts himself day to day with the sort of like scantily clad slave girls getting Boba Fett to to put Han Solo in carbonite. Oh no, wait, that's Jabba the Hutt. Is Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Space criminal. Good title. Yeah, I, I don't think. I think. I think bold is a very generous description of that. <laughs> I've yeah. not heard a single person today think say anything other than Mike actually is an utter unalloyed prick. Absolutely, he, he's a fat, embarrassing mess. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I know a bit about he, being there. He is a one-man bellend convention. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. fair to say. <laughs> but I think Hutton had given Newcastle exactly what they needed, which which was stability. And everything we'd, we'd been hearing about Newcastle this season and saying ourselves is that to a degree they've been overachieving. They beat Arsenal. They drew with Chelsea. I mean, how much smashed Sunderland? They've yeah. had some bad results on on the road, but God, you got to give him longer than that. Do you know what I think the <laughs> worst thing about this Mike Ashley thing is? Cool. The worst thing about it is. I thought he changed. <laughs> yeah, no, he did quiet. seem to have been keeping yeah. quiet and sort of staying in the shadows. What, it's got to be difficult. What for a grotesque! I mean, like really, sort of. It's clearly just got up this morning and went. You know what? I'm just going to do something completely reprehensible. Yeah. I've not been a dick in ages. <laughs> completely classless, and he's got he's got rid of it. Like it's not even you. It's the worst thing. Getting rid of like a, 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 a goalkeeping coach that's been there yeah. for 12 yeah. years. Work with, like, and we've got such great goalkeepers at the moment. Foster up, Foster up at Celtic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, like we got Krull, we got bloody Harper. Yeah. Given yeah. owes a lot to him, and it's yeah. just like, and he's just, and he's got rid of him. I don't know what the story is there. Did he say to himself, "People are forgetting who I am," and then the devil <laughs> on his shoulder went, "Any publicity is good publicity." You can't question Chris Hutton's commitment to Newcastle United. He's even got Newcastle United hair. He has, yeah, yeah. he has. Even has Newcastle United hair. <laughs> Absolutely. What other manager could you say that about? Terry McDermott, I'll give you. So <laughs> if he ends up at somewhere like Wolves, would he go magic. ginger? Just naturally. Yeah, well, that's his commitment, James. But well, he's strawberry blonde, I'd yeah. say, with Wolves. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he's made his name as a manager at Newcastle United. Yeah. And, and I think, and I'm hoping that he gets a job fairly soon. Because he's, he's an understated, just gets on with the job. Man, he was something like the, the last, uh, the worst paid manager, or second worst paid manager in the whole Premiership. What did what, what on earth was Ashley mm. expecting? He was treated like like, as well, because he had no money. He wasn't getting paid on anything but at these, all. But th- these rumours were, were going round since the start of the season, pretty much. Well, it's almost as if he even had the job. Well, exactly. It was, as, it was almost as if he was waiting mm. for a performance and he thought, yeah. oh, if they lose to Sunderland, I will have oh, you. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's clearly what's happening. If you get hammered at the Emirates, uh, if you lose to... Ch- uh, yeah. Ah, now we've got you. Well, he's, 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 yeah. he spent for, like, something like four million in the close season he's brought in some decent players Teote yeah, uh, Ben Arthur yeah. I don't think he had a lot to, a massive amount to do with that but it, you know he still played him and stuff yeah. and, uh, Campbell and just sort like rehabilitating Joey Barton as well he's got to get some credit there and also you look at you know the things that have dogged Newcastle for such a long time have been silly things happening off the pitch and there's yeah. been the whole Andy Carroll and Kevin Nolan thing which I think he managed superbly he just just let them get on with it he sort of really really played it all down and it, it could have been so much more ridiculous than that was that situation yeah. and, and under previous managers it would have been and as I said before, he just he, he instilled stability, and he comes across as a, as a lovely man as well. It, I mean, is it this thing people used to say a lot more in the past that sort of Newcastle fans were deluded and they expected too much? And it seems like Mike Ashley to try and prove that he is one of the fans <laughs> yeah. has taken on that stereotype. It's just mental. I mean, I'm, I'm really happy of, of, of Steve Cottrell's Portsmouth manager, but I'll be proud to have Chris Hewitt as a manager. Yeah, be amazing, he's yeah. earned his strike. Yeah, he, he really. He has. deserves I mean, to be there. When, when they went down to the championship, <laughs> he kept, yeah, <laughs> we went down to the championship, kept them together, kept on board. Got them up first time of asking. Exactly. How many? How without many chances that happened? Look at Middlesbrough. Without yeah. a fuss, he got them up. Won I mean, something he, as yeah. well. Yeah. We kept hold of. Oh, yeah. he le- he le- so, what are we like? 11th in the Premiership. Yeah. And and there's not a lot of. We've scored more goals uh, certainly at home mm. than pretty mu- than about th- I think four or five places above us mm. as well. But I mean, just they a, won just at the Emirates, the Druidship. I don't. They were superb in those games as yeah. well. I don't think you can. Uh, I don't think you can apply any sort of football and rationality to the decision. Mm. <laughs> it's nothing no, to do with, it's nothing true, to do with the football, is it? And, and, and who have we got unless, coming in? Well, O'Neill Pardew. Pardew. Don't make me sick in my mouth. Unless he's if he had somebody like Frank Reichard or flipping 
who you know a big name O'Neill was going to be the, the name that's linked yeah surely. but if he ha- if he had someone like Frank Hard lined up guaranteed bang you could nah mm. by the time this show comes out it'll be part you that's my big no, but the second I, thing is yeah. I disagree with that because it's the principle of the matter well, someone well, tweeted the ra- tweeted the ramble and said oh what happens if he's got O'Neill comes in and he gives him 50 no, no, million no 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 it's well, just principle of the matter no yeah. I, you know I think it's a bad decision but what I'm saying is if he had a big name um, a guy who's who's won a lot as a manager comes in and does the job you can begin to think well Okay, I can. I, I don't agree with it, but do you know what I mean? Mm. But as we say, it's probably going to be someone like Pardew or something. Well, it makes you question what Ashley wants out of this season. They should be looking to consolidate. That's They're right. doing really, really well. They should be looking to stay in the league, they need to get themselves set up in a decent position for next season to kick on and just like, sort of re-establish themselves. It's yeah. so presumptuous. Grotesque. Just it's just. It, we, I say this probably every year, and I, I think I remember saying it everywhere. Sort of just what an awful decision, <laughs> and it is almost well, every season. They, yeah, he, but the other thing is, what would you say to people though who said, "What's well, his clubbing?" do what he wants well yeah well at the end of the day yeah that is true but but he's I suppose he needs to take some sort of responsibility for but it's but he says but he says stuff like uh, somebody with more premiership calibre he brought in Joe Kinnear he's been out yeah. of the job he put Alan yeah. Shearer in for crying out loud well, Shearer's piping up saying he wants the job oh god imagine that <laughs> Pete, yeah. would you have Megson <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't have Megs and I wouldn't have Padgett I wouldn't even have O'Neill I don't know who we want who who, who would want to take Surely, that job surely O'Neill would be great though El Diego but oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> would you be happy with that? Pete? But you look at like somebody like O'Neill. He like he doesn't enjoy uh, people getting involved. Pardew's exactly the same. Pete. Well, most managers are, aren't they? Corte- Cortesi didn't. He, he, him and Cortesi didn't get on. Would you like El Diego? <laughs> Surely you'd have him for a season. It's, it's just, it's just, gr- it's horrible. It's a horrible situation. He's not ready for, to make a decision on that. The thing is, Mark, is El Diego is a brilliant manager as long as it's not your club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Diego, Diego Carter would be. I don't want to live in Diego. <laughs> <laughs> we, we made the uh, we made the distinction. Uh, we made the um, comparison to when Boris Johnson became mayor of London. Mm. Boris Johnson is brilliant. That's he's a mayor of your city. <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 it's quite annoying. <laughs> Bosses. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Poor old Hutton. Um, we were turgid the weekend, though, to be fair. Yeah, uh, that's it. <laughs> Campbell had a Mike Ashley's turgid every day. <laughs> Come on. Mm. Yeah, uh, show. I've even I've met Hutton's daughter, lovely girl, proving he's a good father as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, it, it's a show. Uh, Arsenal, 2-1 uh, at uh, home to Fulham. Sammy Nasri. I'm going to stick my neck out and say that Sammy Nasri is the best player to ever play the game. <laughs> <laughs> I felt sorry for that. I'm going to my neck back in yeah. and, then, and then say what I really think, which is that I j- there's a lot of d- debate over this at the moment, but on current form, I really do think he's the best player in the league. He's just yeah, absolutely uh, outstanding. An early contender for match winning. player of the season. It's, it's him, just, him and Bale, isn't it? He's making, mm. yeah, definitely. He's, he's exciting me in a way, and Arsenal player has been for see. a long, long time, yeah. I'm talking about <laughs> him, him and George Best, sort of. He plays God. a similar way. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> He's going to have about 10 games. Hey, friend, uh, Luke Cantona, do you know, you know? Luke's trying to say so many things at once, he doesn't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the tactic you should employ from now on. Just confuse me to such an extent I can't say anything. I felt sorry for uh, Briggs, that 19 year old kid he oh, brought. Yeah. Oh my god. But the first goal, though, um, uh, Briggs just, he just didn't look interested. Mm. When his man went past him, you see, he actually stops and just watches. Yeah. And, and okay. That's how good Nazri is at the moment. Yeah, he was like, Shh, he's probably thinking, I want to watch this. Get such a close view. He's <laughs> probably thinking the manager talk, told me I've got to learn today, so I better just take notes. <laughs> yeah. You're taking notes. Yeah. yeah. The second goal, Jonathan Pierce described it as something like beautifully balanced ballet. It's oh yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, the, yeah. Balance, the, the balance was um, was messy esque. Both the goals, in fact, the, the mm. way he. Especially the second goal when he smashed to sort of jink himself around what seemed to be like a, a, an impossible space. Yeah. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I'd have sooner him put the ball in with his left 
for the second rather than sort of spin around <laughs> yeah, yeah I think but, but, he, but I'm a he had a similar so. position against Aston Villa shortly after the first goal and he, and he put it into the side net with his left so. oh, he's, he's, he's evolving he's, he's learned James I can't argue with that <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's a case of him not having a good enough left foot because he rifled it in no, the first one with his left I just think he, he, he just he just he gave thought, I've got time. time yeah, but, time. but I don't think he's the best player in the league but I think he's I think he's having an excellent season he's got about 10 or 11 goals I think yeah he's got 11 for the season in all competitions but I think the thing with Nazari is obviously a lot of pressure on him because he's of his Algerian roots and everybody's like Nuzidan 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 and it's um, it's good that he's come along and he's he's blossomed this season as the player that we, um, we wanted him to be and sort of got you know when you get excited about a signing uh, and uh, Nazari wasn't excited signing because like, oh well, we've heard of this one <laughs> and, um, and yeah. Yeah, it's, just, it's just brilliant it's great to see him sort of spring into life and I imagine if Fabregas goes as I'm sure he will do that Nazari will just stick, stay in that position well you're playing without Fabregas at the exactly, moment yeah. Arsenal, and so he's getting the best out of Nazari and, yes. and he's he generally he's, he's better in that position mm. um, I, than he is out wide I was thinking to myself over the weekend that it's, 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 it's a great season this season because it's, it's, I genuinely think that United Chelsea Chelsea were having a wobble but I think they'll get over that Arsenal and, and Spurs and even Man City are only about three points off the top that's yeah. a fight, it's a fight and you, and you know I'm a bugger for that they're all contenders they're, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know sometimes like maybe like last season or the season before we'd pipe up here and there saying so and so contenders you sort of that's half right. believe it yeah. but like, I firmly believe they all are mm. it'll make for a, a, yeah. a really really great season a memorable season I think yeah, yeah. well let's hope so indeed and as you say Luke uh, Chelsea ha- are having a wobble well, they drop points again uh, against Everton uh, good to see Beckford score again. Yeah, he's only got a couple though, hasn't he? Got, yeah. I think he's got three in his total. But they're two, two very important goals he's got. Though, yeah, he? I think it's two that I've seen him. Did we not all say that when he signed for Everton that he's, he doesn't look like he's Premier League yeah, quality? He's about twenty six already, I think. Mm. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to say about Chelsea, and I think I forgot to mention it last week, was a week and a half or two weeks ago or something. Um, Chelsea played a game and, and their bench. I know they had Lampard and, and Terry and Essie. Really, I'm missing Lampard. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, well, twenty goals a season midfielder, you will do. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A fair, it's a fair James, their bench was something like uh, Josh McEachern, mm-hmm. uh, Jeffrey Bruma, uh, Paolo Ferreira, Daniel Sturridge. It's like mm. it's not, the it's times not are a change. It? No, it's not <laughs> well, I think that's they, they did make a commitment to sort of bringing players through from their academy. Oh, Kakuta they had, but Kikuta. again, he's unproven. Yeah, though, but, but it's the twenty-five man squad that isn't it? Think, yeah, which is. But yeah. I think that's a good thing. I mean, maybe that's part of the reason why this, the league is so sort of. But year. you can it argue that a far more level playing field. It is, but you, you not argue that the two North London clubs have got the two stronger squads. No, I, no, I'd, I, I really, still I think, think Chelsea yeah, are stronger than okay. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. and, and Spurs, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in the Championship, uh, Cardiff nearly suffered a home defeat off Preston, uh, the bottom club. Bellamy couldn't buy a goal in that match. Uh, <laughs> he slammed it so many times at the keeper. It was ridiculous. I'll say nearly because they, um, they they got a 94th minute equaliser. But what a result that would have been if Preston. Mm. Uh, shame for them there. Norwich. I've come though. from uh, from. Uh, we got a little bit deep. of stick for not uh, mentioning the old firm, old farm derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really, yeah, four-one, yeah. of course. Um, <laughs> good work. Norwich <laughs> really said that. But yeah, another good win. Norwich won away at Derby, and Derby are going pretty well. They won uh, five. They won five games on the trot at home. Yeah. Derby are actually playing really well as well. It's very attractive to watch. Yeah. And nice. and um, oh, it's a weird one because don't Derby um, have Luke Varney, but he's been lent out to Blackpool. Black That's right. Yeah, and he's playing well for Blackpool. Well, he's really well. Great goal. Yeah, probably. Uh, that or the Bolton team goal for uh, goal of the month. I was discussing yeah, with, the, with the listeners on the forum today. How, <laughs> how good was? Did you guys see Ian Holloway on goals on Sunday? Oh yeah, he was amazing. He was really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Ian Holloway. Do you know what? Mm. He's a good guy. We forgot to mention Marcus that when we went down to that, did that coaching weekend. Yes. Ian Holloway did it with the guys that did out did us. Oh, that, this was in Bristol, of course. Was, this was a yeah, few months ago. And it was the pro you, license, though, not the B. Yeah, we we were sitting on the UA for B license coaching, and he said that um, that Holloway's 
um, philosophy. You know they play like quite nice attacking football now. Yep. They use, use the width yep. quite well. That's right. They never used to do that against against when he was at QPR and some other place. And maybe a bit of Bristol Rovers, but not that much. Leicester, yeah. I think. It? But it's funny because he referenced it on the goals on Sunday when he said before I went. Well, he didn't mention the coaching course, but it was that time period. He said before when I was manager at QPR and some other. That's clubs, right. Yeah, he did. I was scared of losing games rather than trying to win them. Yep. He says mm. now I'm trying to win them, and I, and, and I really think that Ian Holloway's making moves sensibly, in my opinion, to try and get himself taken a bit more seriously. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. he said that repeatedly, and he and he, he, he kept saying, "I'm having a great time," mm. and I think mm. he's he's freed himself up, as you say, to to play a, a, a more attacking style, a more open style, and it suits him, I think, as well. And he gets. Yeah, I would imagine it would be great to play for him because he, yeah. he would be a great encourager to g the players up, and that kind of um, style of play goes with that a bit more. I think mm. you know. I mean, you you get the impression of Ian Holloway. You just really wouldn't want to let him down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you'd really <laughs> find him. Imagine making guy, him cry. <laughs> he's obviously a good guy. But he, he also piped up and reiterated and said that um, that if the if the Premier League come down on him about that squad selection, he'll quit. He said, "Offer his resignation, he'll quit." Yeah. But, but with, with, with Holloway, I think with for him, it's just sort of him uh, accepting himself as a Premier League manager. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that'll be the next step. Because mm. there's a, we're always hearing from Blackpool like they're just saying they're enjoying it being there, and th- you get the impression they feel like they're lucky to be there, and they're doing so well that they, I think they can afford to, to sort of, you know, take themselves a lot more seriously. And obviously, you've, you you got to fight for the whole season and stuff like that. But um, I think you know they're almost doing themselves a bit of a disservice there. It's been I, brilliant. I hope he doesn't yeah. do a Phil Brown and becomes incredibly unlikable I mean, within six months. I <laughs> do that. But the thing, one thing that brought it into sort of um, into reality for me was with the, with the Luke Varney thing. Mm. Was he, Holloway was saying we wanted to sign Luke Varney permanently, but his wages were too much. We, yeah. could, we couldn't pay more, and he's a Championship player. That's right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. The budget Blackpool are on yeah. is, is is breathtaking. Totally. Low, you know. Uh, yeah, go back to what you said, James, about taking themselves seriously. I think that there is that wonderful uh, thing for being a, a club newly promoted, and you you win a couple of games, uh, some some big results, and it's all going well and, and and there is an air of let's just enjoy this and everyone's having mm. a great time and when you do start <coughs> taking yourself seriously there is a shift and the extra air changes pressure. exactly a lot of extra pressure suddenly you lose a home game that you thought you might have won people start getting a little bit irate you know the fans mm. get on top of you and it, and it changes so perhaps they want that to go on as long as possible maybe you're right maybe. Yeah. perhaps um, uh, but yeah it's, it's a funny one mm. yeah it's a funny one uh, well let's go to La Liga mm. shall we yeah it's cold there. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's cold there as well it's, 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 it's the um, the um as the Barcelona the, ba- the Basque derby was very cold yeah uh, I thought you were going to say as the Barcelona uh, coach rolled in late <laughs> yeah, yeah. to kick off there was a little bit of uh, snow on the ground perhaps yeah did you hear about this the Barcelona team they um, they thought the game was cancelled they were playing away at Osasuna um, there was uh, a strike with the air traffic controllers uh, a wildcat strike yeah it? that's right they, they, they went on strike and uh, I think Pep Guardiola was told the game was going to be cancelled and then on the, de- the day of the game they were told no it's going ahead so they had to get a, a couple of trains and a coach to the ground and they arrived late for kickoff. Yeah. Which is incredible. I mean, we've all done it on a Sunday morning. Imagine well, them you on the train. On Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> um, Imagine like Messi on a train. Yeah, Messi yeah. on a tree. <laughs> Reading the metro. <laughs> <laughs> El um, metro. Absolutely incredible. They, well, they still won. Though, they yeah. duly dispatched <laughs> Osasuna three 0 Another good performance there. Um, and Real Madrid are back on track. Two 0 home win against Valencia. Ronaldo with both goals. He really. 
it's his God-given right to score goals, doesn't yeah. he? When he misses, he gets so annoyed. It's almost yeah. as if, well, you lot shouldn't have been looking at me so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. The entire universe's fault. <laughs> yeah. Stop getting it wrong. Who yeah. made the goals that small? Yeah, yeah. You know, it really is quite funny. Um, uh, now, have you seen uh, Jose Mourinho? He, he's got a ban uh, for, uh, from UEFA because of the two time-wasting sendings off um, yeah. that we saw uh, the other week in the Champions League. It was um, Alonso and, and, uh, Ramos. Ramos. and Val Kilmer. And... <laughs> Uh, Madrid's most sent off player yeah, at the age of 24 yeah. or something I've got, we said that last week I think I've got yeah. to refer to your notes here Marcus actually because you say Mourinho gets a ban from UEFA but isn't bothered at all. <laughs> no, no, it's been rescinded. It's been right? rescinded. Yeah, he's lost. Uh, he's, he doesn't have to serve it anymore. But if I he's know. if he's naughty in the next three years, apparently he That's gets right, a one yeah. match ban. So, but I mean, but surely isn't that this what is how. Anyway? Yeah, that, but this is how he got into this trouble anyway. Well, a, a one match ban was was on the on the horizon. So yeah. they thought, right, I'll get out the way, do something naughty. That's yeah. like when you get in trouble at school and the teacher says, right, I'm not going to phone your parents. I want you to tell them. I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah. take yeah. this letter home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he, when he thought he was, uh, he had the ban. He said, "I see this punishment as a medal. <laughs> um, I'm not going to change. I remember what my grandmother told me as a child. If they are envious of you, you should be happy. And this has happened to me. I'm pleased. There's one rule for Jose Mourinho and one for the other coaches. It's a historical punishment for me." <laughs> I what, what is he saying there? What that he's been harshly treated or, or better treated than the other coaches? I think basically are. he's saying that but he's oh, mocking the system. system isn't don't it? question it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that was a grotesque. I'm going to use the word grotesque again, everyone. You like that uh, word. Again, it was a, it, it wasn't the greatest piece of work from a, a team that should have no. Yeah, a little well, bit it was more self It was an <laughs> absolute shock. When players do this with the old with the old getting a ban on purpose, Beckham's yeah. like. I love the way that it happens reasonably regularly but every single player to a man cannot resist making it so obvious well, yeah, or yeah, saying yeah, they've yeah, done yeah. it because they're so proud look of themselves look at when Beckham yeah. did it people yeah. call me stupid well if you hadn't talked about it you wouldn't yeah. have yeah. Yeah. Well, it was obvious what Beckham did because he suddenly in a nothing game and sorry it wasn't a nothing game uh, forgive me it was against Wales bars, but it was it? yeah it was, it, was, it, was, it was the latter stages of the final sort of seconds England had already won and he went in and it was kind of like oh yeah well that's obviously what he's done there well mm. done Beckham um, yeah. and then he came out and said it to like the the heart of understanding and he's yeah. like, oh, he's silly boy I do think the um, it's silly that the, the bookings carry over from the group stage in the Champions yeah. League I think it should be a clean slate when well, you get yeah. there you just close the loophole I thought it was even, yeah. it was even sillier had uh, what Jose should have done was looked at Ramos and Alonso thought which one do I really really want right you get sent off not two of you for the same <laughs> obvious thing but well, it it was it Alonso that was dummy in his free kicks when yeah. there was no one within about 40 <laughs> yards of him own, yeah. he was yeah. on 12 yeah. yard box on the but, yard box. well the other one was a bye kick <laughs> if you have to 4-0 up if you have to pick between them pick Ramos he's always getting sent off no one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ramos got sent off again exactly. if anything him not getting sent off and raising the alarm <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that leads us Neatly onto Serie A. Um, Inter have lost again. Oh, that, this time well. away to Lazio. Lazio going well. Mm. Still in second. I saw bits and pieces of that game, and Hernandez was absolute class. We talked about him a lot. You know, Inter. Were, Inter. I was reading. Um, I think it's Martin Paolo Bandini's piece in, on the Guardian. He said that um, Inter had first option on Hernandez, but the rules on EU, non-EU players changed, mm. and they signed Coutinho instead. Okay, right. So Coutinho's really playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, about yeah. eighteen. Isn't yeah, it? but Lazio got um, Lazio nipped in, got Hernandez. I'll tell you who else was brilliant. Um, Ex-Birmingham City player Mario Zaratti was great. Oh as well. yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. He tormented the guy playing fullback. I felt so sorry for him. It was like the um, it was like the Arsenal game, sort of you know, torment uh, from the fullback. Uh, let's move across town uh, to Milan. Uh, they were at home to Brescia, well, just across the seats. Yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah. Um, 
their coach has been sacked after this game. But, the, but talking about Milan, the Prince. Yeah, uh, Boateng uh, has got his one, first one of my favourite players I'd say he's really settled in well in with he has done very well, well he's, he's, they, they probably like having a guy who can actually run yeah. Zlatan's goal though eh? oh. well, well I was on that even uh, the slow motion <laughs> I, lost, I lost it I lost it out of my vision when yeah. he hit it yeah. I could because he was moving backwards and he was leaning back and I thought how's he going to get this shot off and then he just darted yeah. forwards and the, the defender didn't know what to do he strike. really knows how to smack things hard doesn't he Zlatan he loves it hasn't he got like Honorary black belt in Taekwondo yeah, does, yeah. or something. Yeah, he does. Honorary. Yeah. Honorary. Yeah. Honorary. No, it's honorary work. Yeah. Well, he's not earned that, though. I know, that's the strange thing. <laughs> he is Latin, mate. He people, does what he likes. When people break into his house and he give him an honorary kick in. <laughs> yeah. Now, get out. He just picks up the bill. Yeah. See that? One of the things I was going to say about um, <laughs> Ibrahimovic is when he was Latin, when he, when he got that. Got a ball before he scored. He should have passed it. He looked like he had missed his chance. Yeah, mm. but he slowed the game down to the point. Do you remember that children's TV show where she claps her hands and everyone stops? <laughs> yeah. well, like Zach Morris can say by the bell, time out. Yeah, he did that and he just bang, yeah. it in. It yeah, that's crazy. true. He did actually. He sped it up as he hit the ball. Yeah, there was a pass on pace. There was a pass on for him on the edge of the box or out wide, he's which he probably that. should have taken. No, he's that. Um, but not with Hines. He scored. Rubinho, yeah, exactly. Rubinho yeah. played well. He well. scored. Rubinho scored. Zlatan also set up um, uh, Boateng's goal. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Rubinho. Actually, I remember because Zlatan celebrated it like he'd scored. He just wandered yeah. off on his own, just celebrating. Uh, he will Brilliant. do that, James. Yeah. Um, but he's de- Zlatan has denied rumours linking Marcus him. Marcus does that. To, yeah. Uh, all the time. Um, he has denied rumours linking him to Madrid. He in, can't go to Madrid. He can't go from. Where where he is he's officially a contract to Barca it's in his contract he can't go to Madrid he has to go somewhere else first if he yeah. wants to go to Madrid let him play I'm the media sure game yeah. uh, he, <laughs> said, he said Mourinho and I are similar because we speak clear and concrete do you reckon he piped up and just went well I'm not sure I'm going to go to Madrid and someone just went well you can't yeah because <laughs> yeah. well, he can't so get him out of that Try Zeppelin me, get him out of that Zeppelin Pete mm. and tell him from me he can't <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, just staying um, briefly uh, a little bit longer in Serie A, the players are looking to strike next weekend for the 11th and 12th of December. This is, of course, uh, a disagreement uh, which is all about the players claiming there I is. I thought it was about tube station staff. That's right. Um, the, it's all about the players claiming there is a lack of protection when clubs try to force them into a transfer when they enter the final year of their contracts. I think that's a completely reasonable gripe because as we say so many times footballers are human beings you shouldn't be able to just be forced to go somewhere else mm. against your will well I, and I would agree with you James but the Italy's Football League president Maurizio Barretta um, he said the player strike is an irresponsible decision and without reason I'd like to say he absolutely has a reason they've given a the reason there um, <laughs> yeah. uh, he's not thought about that yeah. and we are witnessing a dangerous play of massacre <laughs> Bit of a translation problem there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's his problem. Yeah, it is his problem. Um, so he's <laughs> against it. So, um, but yeah, it looks as though the if so, if you're going out there next weekend to watch a match, um, hard luck. <laughs> Presumably, if he wasn't against it, there wouldn't be a strike. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, very true. He'd let them do it, wouldn't yeah. he? Would Probably he? just be Zlatan it. turning up. Yeah, he'll, um, he'll, he'll break the picket line. Zlatan is a sort of bloke, right? In his Zeppelin, he could who, go over the picket who, line. He would get yeah. everyone else to strike, and then he would just turn up and score loads of goals on his own. <laughs> <laughs> just get a top score or something. Yeah, and as he's going to the stadium, all the players are lining up, going, "How can you do this? And he's going, I am Zlatan." <laughs> <laughs> this is Sparta mm. I am Zlatan 
Now it's time to move on from ridiculous things. Uh, Russia and Qatar will host the 2018 and 2022 World Cups. Mm. I'm sure you've all seen and heard about this. Yes. England uh, didn't get. Um, I've not heard of it. What's happening? Well, England bidded <laughs> for the 2018 World Cup. They Did didn't. They? they didn't get it. Which is international football. Okay, right. Isn't Seth Blatter a lovely public speaker? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a great orator, I completely agree with you. Um, uh, yeah. It did take him ages to announce the winners. He did mumble and bumble his way Shut through. Shut up, that, didn't Sep. He? One of my biggest things about the <laughs> FIFA like, um, executive committee is, and I don't mean this in a harsh way, but they never die. I've <laughs> never seen no, been, all, all of them from all that, that massive beard <laughs> yeah oh, Ma- must have been from the Russian beard yeah, like no, no, Terry no, no, Pratchett I think, I think that <laughs> is he ours no I think that might be an American guy ah is he ours there's a massive Johnny American Beard here <laughs> human being yeah there, no, there is a huge American bloke with one of the beards I think, I think <laughs> forgive it, me if that's wrong but might be the guy he's like a tree in the front row get this he said that he was going to vote for England because they had the best bid but then he heard that they weren't going to get the votes so he didn't vote for England which is the way it should work James yeah <laughs> um, it's interesting with, with the, the Qatar, Qatar getting 2022. A friend of mine texted me an interesting question, which was that as um, people from Israel aren't allowed into Qatar, so if Israel qualify, they yeah. said they're going to wave. They have said they're going to yeah. wave that, and also yeah. that, um, that you'll be able to buy alcohol and stuff. Which I imagine is FIFA going. Your laws mean nothing now. Yeah, I think you're allowed yeah. to drink. I think Jackman on our forum, Jackman uh, on our forum, uh, wrote down quite a lot of how more progressive Qatar is than you actually think. Really, and you are allowed to drink alcohol. Aren't you? Um, I, I think it's the the, the um, people from there can't drink. Don't alcohol. worry about that yet because it's twelve years away. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. We'll be. Yeah. We won't be drinking alcohol. We'll be taking space drugs. Yeah, I do. Just want. <laughs> or I will be anywhere. I just question the sanity <laughs> of any any society that wouldn't want Dustin Hoffman on their soil. I have to agree with you Also though um, I mean you say Their so- society is more progressive And that may well be true I don't know But they can't change The temperature no. So uh, what Franz Beckenbauer Who's a FIFA Executive Committee member That's said, who you want As a FIFA Executive yeah, I'm, Committee member Yeah I'm all member. for him being there Well yeah. hang on a minute Alright um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that originally as <laughs> well He's taken his nickname The Kaiser a bit too literally <laughs> He said that um, th- This was with regards To uh, the temperatures there He said one should think About a different solution. In January or February you have a comfortable 25 degrees there. That's what they'll do, they'll move it. He, they and, and he's saying that and they probably have move. the African Cup of Nations at the same time. Yeah. But I bet they'll move it. He's, bet and and, and the, 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 he's saying that the World Cup could be in January or February and he said um, plans for the, biggest le- uh, for the biggest leagues in the world would have to change for 2022 but that would not be a major undertaking. Mm, well it would. Well, yeah. Exactly, yeah. It completely would. Friends <laughs> is in the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. I'm c- inclined to take him out. Is this type of behaviour in the calendar? Well, I maybe he was that. drunk when he said. All oh, right, we'll leave it as chance. Yeah, yeah. but. What's the, what's the difference between the, the, US, the US matches? Oh, and, sorry. No, what's the difference between the US matches at what their temperature got to in Qatar? Is it completely. Oh, no, no, no. You're, you're talking like, like sort of. Qatar, 44 degrees yeah. or something. But Qatar, Qatar are looking at um, air conditioned stadiums. You're only going to be in the stadium for 90 minutes. You what? But you're only going to be in the stadium for 90 minutes anyway. Yeah, true, but you know. Could, you not just clutch, yeah, could they not just have a roof on it? What's wrong with that? Have you? Well, I don't think it's an air conditioner. But I don't think the problem isn't that the players are going to be hot because, like you said, that'll be sorted out by then. But the problem is that people who go there are going to be there for three weeks. It's going to be an ice age by then. Do you not read the mail? If England qualify, our fans will be there for that weather. I read a a funny joke. Handkerchief will be back. They could all lose a few pounds. That's very true. (laughs) Paul Scholes won't even be able to pund it. (laughs) (laughs) He won't even be able to watch it on telly. It's true. Uh, Uh, Have you seen (laughs) the stadiums, or the stadia, sorry, that... the artist impressions oh we should put the video on YouTube on it is incredible what they're, and the, the, they they're just, just pictures though yeah the, but they just what, what are they proposing um, just 
unbelievable. They've got a fifty million pound budget. They can do anything they want, really, can't they? Because they've got to build so much. But do you know though that obviously the country's extremely small? They've got a fifty small. billion dollar budget. Yeah, that's blimey. Have like a Wembley with that. Have like a metro system that's just roller coasters. Be brilliant. Yeah. 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 What, but what I was saying, I can't remember who too is that, that nobody in Qatar's really that bothered by football. So I'm led to believe. I mean, there's, they tried to get a bit of a league going, but it's not. There's really not that many people in Qatar to exactly. be bothered. 1.7 million. Yeah. Why not just keep the 50 billion? Yeah. Well, we were saying this the other day, actually, Mark, because I think it might have been us having this chat. Okay. They've got the World Cup now. Do they actually have to do it? Can they, just, can they not just do whatever they want? Is them hosting <laughs> yeah, it? Just have right. it down the park? Yeah. Just keep them But up. what they do yeah. with the stadiums is apparently <laughs> the, once the World Cup's finished, they can dismantle them pretty much brick by brick and then send those You can do, dismantle up. anything brick by brick, surely. Uh, <laughs> well, if, it's made, if it's made of bricks. Yeah. But, um, and then they're going to send the materials and all to... The um, next World Cup. To the next World Cup. How can this... <laughs> I should do that. How can this be a money spinner for anyone? How can this <laughs> be a money spinner for Qatar? Why did Qatar want to Whatever happens, Sepp will be... In pocket, <laughs> you know, he'll definitely still be on the He'll definitely, they don't die. No, he, he uh, he'll be a head in a jar. Jao Haval- <laughs> Havaland, who was president before Blatter, is so- about 150 <laughs> and he's still knocking around. He looks, he looks like, um, he looks like something from that old sci fi series, The Outer Limits. Mm. I suppose, like an absolute mess. If, you know, even if <laughs> The Outer Limits is such a sort of weird reference, no, it's true. It's like though. a crap X Files and a crap sort of, uh, <laughs> that, is, that is a weird, weird. I've said it now. I'm not yeah, but, no, but Luke, that man in the logo is going. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll have another host body by then. You're yeah. right. <laughs> well, they'll vote on it on committee. Um, one of the um, one of the jokes, English body. <laughs> one of the jokes I read on Twitter is that um, someone asked Seth Platter who his favourite Qatar player is, and he said Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Not bad. Um, I like that a lot. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, incidentally, though, obviously, we, we, we could talk about England and Russia's bid, but I'm sure you've all heard all the stuff. Um, uh, although what I will say is that um, perhaps, you know, the English have got their own back in just a small way because Boris Johnson, uh, the mayor of London, has withdrawn the offer of a free stay in one of London's... Uh, London's? Uh, one of London's London swanky... <laughs> one of London's swanky hotels for FIFA executives during the 2012 Olympics. So, it's not the boss of the hotel going um, sorry you, you're doing what yeah. <laughs> so he's given them a bribe to try and get the World Cup <laughs> yeah, and, and now they haven't got it he's taking it back yeah. he's as bad as them <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the problem isn't it that's, one, yeah, one it's big, ridiculous one of the big things about this it just, it just outs it as a bribe doesn't yeah, exactly. it yeah exactly <laughs> he's, he's it's in, almost like Beckham getting booked on purpose yeah he's indicting himself yeah it's a shame one, one of the things about it is don't pipe up the thing is it annoys me a little bit and we all knew it was corrupt and that sort of stuff we said it for ages and, and don't but the, but the thing that annoys me is the England big team I know it's understandable in a way but they weren't moaning about any of this sort of stuff you know they were they were playing yeah, yeah. the game. It's not like they didn't get yeah. it. Oh, that's corrupt. We're not getting involved anymore. Yeah. We're not playing. And what they've said is we're we didn't realise it was this corrupt. They said we're not going to bid for a World Cup anymore until the rules change. You know, not so taking your form going do home. Do that at the start. Do that before yeah. you bid. Yeah. 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 But it's, Jesus, Russia's gonna. It'll be a decent World Cup in Russia. It'll be great. I mean, you can understand why True. why I'm, people I'm, want to move the World Cup. I, 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 I agree with decisions. If I'm completely honest, I think it's an interesting. It's an inter- The Qatar the, problem the, is an interesting one to to try and get over. And they've got plenty of time. And I'm genuinely interested on how they're going to actually overcome it I know the Russia bid was, was, was I'm sure was, wasn't was as uh, comprehensive as everybody else's but I would like to see a World Cup in the, Russia I think yeah. the, trouble the is way though, that it was given was awful I think, yeah I think the trouble is they say these are the criteria if you want to host the World Cup and then they, they haven't done that but also yeah. you know talking to a, a couple of guys who I've known who have spent some time in Russia and all 
they've done nothing to try and stop racism. They've done very little mm. to try and stop. Yeah, but racism isn't ta- racism isn't no, 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 no. part of the bid. No, I know, I know it's not. But what I'm saying is, these countries haven't done much to deserve the World Cup. They suddenly thought, oh, let's bid for it, yeah, and let's and let's go in. But maybe, Whereas, but maybe this will help England, with, with ending football yeah, but, racism. Well, you, you, yeah, know, hope, you never know. But if you look at England, they've spent years of trying to tackle racism and hooliganism in the game, sorting out the stadiums so they're top class stadiums, and maintaining all this sort of stuff. And you know, it, it, it's, Russia and it's, Qatar haven't done anything to deserve Marcus, the World you can't, Cup. Marcus, you can't take the World Cup and just rotate it around the country that's already been yeah, in. Definitely. You make it no, an exclusive close shot. No, I'm not saying that. And, and I don't think anti racism is at the top of any sort of bill of, uh, of FIFA. They clearly don't account. give a toss. They don't it's give a toss about it. It's not even taken into account in the bidding process. It's in the, in the rules. It's nothing. They won't, they won't take into account any past issues of racism. But they will accept it. nice fancy bags. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about the bags. Sorry. On a more positive note, the Ballon d'Or shortlist. Mm. has been released into the wild and three names are on it controversial ones yeah. Messi, Xavi and Iniesta yeah. <laughs> it's probably a good thing Rooney wasn't nominated because if Xavi won he'd, he'd get up to accept the award well, and, uh, and, and that'd just be embarrassing wouldn't it was, that a, was that a plan joke? <laughs> <laughs> well I mean I, I wanted to see Forland get a nod yeah, so it's, it's, it's a bit upsetting from that point. The, of view. On, on the Ups- football ramble forum at the footballramble dot com, uh, it goes. Uh, there was somebody set up a little vote on there, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. and the forum vote went Javi, Javi, Messi, Villa, and Forlan. Oh. Iniesta with only one single vote. <coughs> They're Philistines over there, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he jests, of course. Mm, but I mean, last last three winners: Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Kaká. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah but, um, I, th- I think it'll probably. Messi's the sort of. I think Hollywood choice. I think Xavi well, deserves it. He came, I, I third, think he came third last time round, didn't he? I think because Messi won it last time and it, he did have such a ridiculous season, it'd yeah. almost be boring to give it to him, however much he deserves it. <laughs> yeah. well, I think Xavi deserves rec- uh, recognition. They say in Spain that Xavi is the best Spanish midfielder of all time. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's that sort of, you know. In, Iniesta didn't start a lot of matches last He was substituted quite injured. a lot. He got a bit of injury. Well, he, hasn't, in, he hasn't got any blood. Going back to your point, James, actually, how the nomination, how the award is going to be given it actually you know the criteria is obviously have a good season play really well they're not going to do that because they want to give it to someone who's never had it before they should they, <laughs> yeah. they should do like a Krypton Factor style thing on the night you should have to win it when you get there <laughs> you've got to do skills yeah, yeah that would be amazing yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah, I'm a big fan of that make like, it happen like a Wayne Rudy street striker for like, <laughs> yeah, for like last man standing keep you up <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, keep, I imagine keep the delegates that. there all night go on for keep days yeah. Mr Wu would win it every year um, right, I'm gonna. I want to take us to Mexico for a change. It would definitely be hot there. Yeah, it will be, and it is. Uh, now I banged on about this man before the World Cup. Watch out for him, Humberto Suazo, the Chilean. <laughs> he looks like a big baby. He let you down. Did he let me down. I got injured. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he's made up for it. <laughs> he scored two goals at the weekend to help his team, um, Monterrey. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, forgive me if it isn't. Uh, to win the Mexican uh, Apertura title. So he's Chilean, but he plays in Mexico. Yeah, hmm. uh, a lot of them play in Mexico. Hmm. They've got a thriving league in Mexico. And big money out there. Apparently. I think it's yeah. the f- is it the fourth. Uh, f- in, in the world, like fourth highest league in the well, world, that's what, money or something. Well, it's really high. Right. Yeah, because that's why the couple of Libertadores invite the Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because they get loads of money and loads of viewers. Uh, so he's, he's, they've won the championship. Suarez has helped them, and he was one of, if not maybe, the top scorer this season. So there you go. 
Mm. <laughs> was he the top scorer? <laughs> was, everybody. Vin- <laughs> was he the top scorer or not? Uh, he was one of them. It's well, quite hard you, to find you, Mexican statistics. You wanted to bring internet. him in, so tell I, us. Yeah, can, can, he he in a, <laughs> can he do it on a windy night in South Africa? No. Attention, Luke. I want an update on Andre Voronin next week. Attention, all pedants. Marcus is committed that Umberto Suarez was a league's top scorer. You know what to do. He might have been merciless. Please have mercy. Um. Emails There it is You've not tried with that one <laughs> Yeah Again jingle. I've only got one word to work with Jim Yeah but you know You've we got a lot of different times I've done it 80 times <laughs> We need a better email jingle Send one in Yeah, oh, yeah pod, right. Podcast out the football ramble We'll play any old nonsense Dot But com. make it short And not libelous We're already up to neck and libelous it is Jack Warner Send your email jingles children Yeah send some jingles in That'd be good wouldn't it We'll, we'll play them Any jingle Any jingle any you want no, yeah. Ones you've made Yeah yeah, yeah. And just got to say Football emails. ramble emails in it Okay Yeah Yeah. Podcast at the football ramble dot com Pete Sweet as Read that mother I've got an email It's from Remy Downey Ooh. Oh yeah mm. uh, Dear Football Ramblers Apologies if I've missed the boat And I'm sending this too late But given this was your topic of the week For a, a couple of weeks uh, I thought you might like to hear About the time my Me and my friend uh, Saw Andy Cole uh, We were in a bar <laughs> in Covent Garden When Andy Cole Who had just announced He was leaving Newcastle To join Manchester United Walked in with a number of friends My friend Not much of a footy fan But a total Geordie <laughs> Like a total <laughs> You are a total Geordie uh, Started like mouth Started Computer mouth- game <laughs> yeah, Total Geordie <laughs> Like total football. Uh, started mouthing, she started mouthing off about how much she hated him. How could he leave Newcastle? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, next thing I know, she's over talking to one of the group, pointing up directly into their face, quite, like quite clearly shouting uh, at this, this particular guy who was looking at her and nodding, not saying anything. After about four minutes, she returned. I asked her, what, what were you doing? She said, I told that guy, you tell your friend Andy Bloody Cole that he is a disgrace to the North. He will never be welcome up at Newcastle again. Manchester United... Fergie won't even play him And then he'd be begging to come back But we won't have him You make sure you tell that to your mate And then I told her That was Andy Cole (laughs) 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 Outstanding Outstanding Every time I hear a story of Andy Cole Or see him He's always being talked at And he's never (laughs) saying anything back But that Mark Bright thing was an absolute disgrace (laughs) 90 minutes He's just bantering him in his ear And Andy Cole was saying nothing Golf yeah. Maybe everyone's slagging him. Mm. Apart from my <laughs> just, uh, I'll just take it. Mm. It's fine. European Champions League won his medal. Mm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Ooh, send the jingle bang. in for the profile as well if you want. Yeah, might yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 make it a bit more elegant and a bit more classy. Yeah, than quite, the emails. Yeah. quite regal. <laughs> the thinking. email's jovial, but don't make the mistake in making the profile jovial because no. we won't use it. Can we have a um, Diego <laughs> Corner one as well? A, De- a Diego yeah. Corner one would be excellent. Yeah. And as Latans Evelyn and, and an Ica Grove. We and rarely go to Ica Grove because yeah. CS is quite well behaved, but yeah. you never know. And uh, and some presenters for the show. Yeah, Come yeah, on in yeah, and just do the podcast. Have you got any jokes? Because we are splendid. <laughs> Seriously, we only want the jingles. Yeah, um, it, it is. <laughs> it, it is profile time. Good. And <clears throat> enough. Um, uh, it, we're going to put in a whole team. Mm. Uh, it's it's the Kaiser Chiefs Ooh. football club. Can I get in before there? Anybody yeah. says a crap joke before Jim goes. Oh, Luke and the Kaiser Chiefs. I predict a diet. Can I wasn't going to say Good. that. Well, I've said it now, so you can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Snuffed out that attack. I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were founded on January the seventh, nineteen seventy, 
Three years after the summer of love. Very young club. Very young. <laughs> and uh, that's how we like our clubs. Mm. Um, I don't know what I said that <laughs> for. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus? It was for a cheap laugh. And You're going Kate. to prison. <laughs> yeah. 1970. Mm. Um, they are, of course, a professional South African football club from the Soweto area mm. of we went there. Johannesburg. We did. We did. Mm. had a marvellous meal near Desmond Tutu's house. Mm. Yes, we did. Um, the club was formed at uh, right in uh, the height of the um, the apartheid uh, legislation in South Africa, which was uh, obviously a very bad uh, era in that country's history. And r- the club, it was it, they really did um, th- th- when they began and they they started to have success. They really showed a lot of the downtrodden black population their potential at, at the time when they were, there were very few role models mm. uh, for the black uh, population in South Africa during the apartheid era and um, and, and also the, the club provided a lot of joy and a lot of happiness during that turbulent time which was a, which was a very welcome outlet in that um, in that era as I say and uh, they've now become the biggest arguably the biggest football club in South Africa and an estimated 16 million supporters that is surely they're the, the biggest club by some distance aren't they yeah I would like I say arguably in case somebody says well actually yeah, yeah. Yeah. but yeah no, I think Orlando Pirates really um, would try and that's uh, the big one there isn't it? that's the big one yeah that's the derby so I say that in case uh, uh, Orlando Pirates come around and visit me but uh, bearing in mind they were they were formed in 1970 mm. 16 million supporters I mean that is yeah. incredible really mm. um, and they were effectively a break, well they were a breakaway of the Orlando Pirates you know which is why their rivalry is so intense mm-hmm. a real fierce rivalry that one um, and the reason why they broke away was in the late 60s a group of players at the Pirates were unhappy with their share of, of bonus pa- uh, payments and they split with the management in 1969 just a, two years after Summer of Love it's mm. a pirate's mutiny yeah. <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> confusing concept very relevant um, and they eventually formed their own side and one of the pirates uh, most famous players who's called Kaiser um Mtung, I think is it's pronounced Mtung. Uh, Mtung. Uh, it's spelt Mo uh, Twang, but uh, I've been told by um, South African friends that it's it's Mtung. Uh, he uh, led the breakaway and he formed his own team, which is of course where they get their name, the Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. And uh, they were just uh, like a, a invitation team set up to play friendly matches around the country. And uh, Kaiser himself. Have they, have they essentially gone straight from being pirates? Yeah, yeah that's sure. right. Yeah, yeah. There's too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Ah, <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, and uh, Kaiser himself uh, was a player uh, in Nazal. Yes. Uh, uh, or should I say the North American Soccer League otherwise no you it? should say Nazal ok <laughs> um, and in his, he was a player himself in his first season in Nazal he was given uh, the best newcomer award rookie of the year <laughs> which is what it's uh, correctly known as <laughs> very good indeed righty yeah. <laughs> I love the way we, us English have to sort of, uh, sort of make that a little bit more respectable rookie of the year well he, he sort of means best newcomer <laughs> 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 yeah. that's right um now they were founding members of the uh, the National Professional Soccer League in 1971. Mm. It's funny, isn't it? You think you know these countries who have played football for years, and mm. it was until the 70s. It's a lot bit like Brazil as well, because you've mentioned before mm. uh, when they get their uh, professional league going. 
and uh, they'll get there one day. Yeah, that's right. Um, and the <laughs> we'll chi- get there one day. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs have always tried to present themselves as a side of, of glamour and aspiration, mm. and uh, again, a lot of supporters. Well, I think there's an important role to play there because, yeah. uh, as we experienced when we were in South Africa during the summer, is that there's, there's a lot of role models there for, for people now, but a lot of them will be from overseas, and yeah. they will be or be from a different sport, Very much so. or mm. be from from Manchester United or something. It's important for them to have the into football, yeah. and they're South African. It's great for them to have South African football role models, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Uh, when apartheid um, on the football pitch broke down, they were the first black side to beat a white team, which was a massive deal at the time. It really yeah. was. And um, uh, they were also uh, one of the first teams to hire a foreign coach, Englishman Eddie Lewis, who, who uh, coached them in, in the mid Is that his name? Eddie Lewis. Englishman Eddie Lewis. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a boxer. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he's one of our, our own. That's what I wanted mm. to say. I see some of our managers did, did go abroad. Um, now, because of apartheid back in the day, their players couldn't play elsewhere on the continent. It was, it's quite a, well, it was obviously a horrific business, yeah. thing. Um, so, not many people uh, knew the South African players. They, um, the, the sporting boycott of South Africa from the 70s and the 80s deprived a whole generation of sportsmen a chance. To, to, to show what they can do on the world stage which is a crying shame it yeah. really is however they did have a few players from the Kaza Chiefs who did go uh, overseas and Nkobo uh, actually played for Penarol in Uruguay oh nice yeah, yeah. and uh, strange we, move that is it yeah. is isn't it, it South Africa to, to <laughs> Uruguay and a couple of their players um, did play in Nazel as well um, perhaps the, the best one I say perhaps um, is a guy called Patrick Ace Slonglengo I love this can we do more of these <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that again? Unsolengu. Unsolengu. That's yeah. it. I've got it. Um, and he is considered by many the best player in the history of South African football. Mm-hmm. Which oh, is rather be. Rather be. <laughs> Fish. <laughs> Well, Radaby played for the Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Well, that's why the band the Kaiser Chiefs are named after them because yeah. they're from Leeds. Mm, that's right. It? Yeah, that was Leeds. But Stephen Pina, he could go on to great things. Pina, could, he's a good young do. player. Um, but at the moment, it's Ace mm. and uh, the. Um, uh, Clive Barker, former uh, South Africa coach, he said, "When you write the book of South African footballing history, right up there at the very top would have to be the king himself, Ace." Hmm. Um, the Bafana Bafana book book. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And Unsolengu, um, he used to play in Nazel, and in the summer before, uh, he used to sorry, he used to play in Nazel during their season, and when that would finish, he'd go back and play with the Kaiser. Doesn't need a rest. Doesn't need a rest. Doing this well before he has rest, Beckham has a rest on the flight over. That's yeah, all exactly. he needs. Exactly. Inspired Beckham, perhaps. Yeah. To, to do it um, in the, and he played, the key word <laughs> yeah into, open to interpretation that and, and he played for the Kaiser Chiefs between 74 and 84 there was only one season that, uh, that they ended without a trophy and his nickname was um, Mabhenka Fancy the man who always looks down um, and this was it's like a Bond film that never got made <laughs> for being shit um, he, well, he, he, lightning only ever strikes twice <laughs> he was so good um, that he could just do things with the ball but the man he, afraid of pens <laughs> um, he wasn't a pen pusher um, he uh, was, Majesty's Secret Sandwich I'm sorry carry on <laughs> had to get it in didn't yeah, you yeah. Go we've on, all done on. one now it's fine <laughs> we're all happy Marcus you can drop one in whenever you like yeah. thank you very much uh, the man it who listens be best 
see that? Um, uh, <laughs> he was uh, because he always looked down. He was very hard to read. Yeah, very, very uh, but he was so good. He'd always pick out a pass. Yeah, uh, oh, I've read a little bit about him when I knew we were doing this, and he was some. He was some player by all accounts. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Unfortunately, he died in 2006 of a heart attack. But he's fondly remembered as a, as a gentleman of the game as well. Such a pity that he didn't manage to see the South African um, World Cup. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Well, he would have been. He would have known it was um, going to be at the, in his own country. Yeah, I guess so. So, Kaiser Chiefs. Um, let's move on to in the more modern era. Um, they didn't participate in African club competitions for a few years uh, because of finances. But on their return uh, in 2001, they won straight away the African equivalent of the Cup Winners' Cup. Yeah. Great stuff. There you go. Um, they've won more titles than any other side in in South Africa. Um, but uh, recently, <laughs> their, their dominance has been challenged. Uh, but they've won more than 40 trophies in four decades, and they're always the team to beat, really. And they attract the biggest crowds. It was quite incredible, really. Bearing in mind, 1970, these mm. guys were set up. We went past their um, stadium actually when we were in Johannesburg. Mm. Didn't we? It's a shame there wasn't wasn't going to be any games being played yeah. or anything. But there was another tournament. Going yeah. On. yeah, we always won that good, really. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, um, and. Uh, Kaiser Umtong himself. Um, well, this is a nice touch. Uh, his son currently plays for the Kaiser Chiefs. His daughter is marketing manager, and uh, other son Bobby is uh, on the coaching staff. Oh, nice! Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a family affair. One can <laughs> can quite happily say. But to sum it up, um, to to sum the Kaiser Chiefs up, I'll uh, I'll let uh, the big Kaiser himself have uh, the last few words. And he says, "We emphasise through words and deeds, both on and off the field, that soccer was about comradeship, about friendship, sportsmanship, and the like." He said, "We promoted the." Concept of love and peace and incorporated it into our slogan. Right. And with that, the Kaiser Chiefs are coming in and you can come in and bring Ace with you. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Absolutely. Leave the band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. stay out. They're not in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble for this week. Hope you've had a lovely time. And yeah. uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. The Do website send us your jingles. Yeah, oh, yeah jingles. Yeah, yeah. Jingles ahoy. Yeah. And uh, the website is thefootballramble.com. Come on over there. Uh, there's uh, all sorts of blogs uh, from all around the world. Uh, fantastic things they are. James Some of them are award nominated. Yeah. yeah, James or Jim's got an award. No, uh, nomination. Nomination. <laughs> Jumping the gun. Um, also on the uh, forum, uh, we gave away a the PDC Pro to a darts game last week. Pat Mustard, Shivam, Dave Monk, and Michael Moll's lovely wife have <laughs> <laughs> all won, have yeah. all won a, uh, a copy of the game. Well done uh, to them. Selected at random. Right. Um, if you are looking for a brilliant Christmas present as well, you could do a lot worse than get over to the shop on our website, um, thefootballramble.com, and look at some of the t shirts we've got. The I Am's Latin one's very popular. Yeah, mm. I thought of that one. <laughs> and uh, we'd just like to say thank you to uh, Pick Live and uh, Jamie Cuttridge who managed to get together. Well, J we played Jamie Cuttridge as a part of a football ramble slash Pick Live uh, football team. Beat him at one weekend. So beat him at one. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Marcus got a particularly good Peter Beasley esque goal. Thanks. Yeah, it was nice. Chips are back. Um, the, the, only, <laughs> the only announcement. You don't see enough chips, do you? you the, only, the only announcement I've got. I took matters into my own hands. You did. The only announcement. I ordered some chips in the bar afterwards. Actually, clever. <laughs> yeah. um, the only announcement I've got is the uh, ramble Christmas drinks on the 18th of December. It isn't too late to get your name down yet. All the details are online on the Facebook page on the website thefootballround.com. Um, so get yourself uh, on there if you fancy coming along. I'm gonna get smashed. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, Pick Live, you can also play Pick Live if you like. It's very very popular. It's lots of fun. And uh, if there's a football match going on, Pick Live will probably be covering it. Uh, Thefootballramble.picklive.com yeah, for that. If you want to win like money, our actual money from mm. us, it's the only way you're going to be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, and it's really 
quite Good. easy. <laughs> yeah, but when, when I'm playing it is. If anyone wants a, bit, a game of Mott at the Christmas drinks, I'll play them. You know yeah. Mott where you throw coins at the wall? Oh, well, there's going to be pit live games at the Christmas drinks as well. Oh, so there's another reason to come down. You can play there. Oh, Loads right. of reasons. Mm. Mm. Don't play Mott with Pete then. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, the idiots can do that. Yeah. <laughs> They're northerners who don't like computers. Oh, that's enough. They all stop. They, I'm only joking. <laughs> I'm only joking. They know I'm joking. I'm a very big fan of the North. We don't like computons, apparently. Ooh. Can't remember Mike Ashley. I'm a big fan of Watford and Barnet. <laughs> <laughs> Silliness. Mark, that's uh, what we have to do. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to stop it there. James or Jim say goodbye. Goodbye. Pete say goodbye. Goodbye. Luke say goodbye. See you later, yeah. And it's goodbye from me. Uh, we're all off to strike without a reason. Cheers. Strike without a reason. Yes. <laughs> Good. But I think that's why Listen and I get on to work because we're both very creative and very talented. <laughs> Got plenty to talk about. Good with colours, both of you, yeah. Is that the thing? How that do you not know what the Achilles is? Yeah. Earlier, you said playing football against listeners is one of the rare joys about doing this. <laughs> it's better of all of it. not <laughs> looking at your penis and smelling your anus, is it? I don't consider it a joy. <laughs> I just think it's better of all and a bit disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> What's the bit that joins the foot to the leg? The Thanks back so. thing? And leg, isn't it? Achilles. 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 How do you not know what the Achilles is? Achilles. 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 Achilles.